0: All right, James. <laughs> it's always weird whenever I find out your name's like really James. Yeah. I don't know why I would think it was anything different.
1: Did you find out by me yelling at him?
0: Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think you were yelling at him probably at like a, a like a jujitsu tournament or something, or maybe even practice. I don't know, but I heard. I don't know where I heard it, but I was like James.
2: Well, that makes sense. Jimmy James. <laughs> James it's like all Kelly, uh, Mike Garrett calls me now is James. Yeah. yeah.
1: But after 50, I think it's just Jim.
2: It's Jim. Kind of like I've been the, fighting Jim for yeah. a while.
1: How does that
0: go about? How does one become Jim or Jimmy from James or like uh, Will? from or, or,
2: uh, Richard Dick. Yeah, Richard <laughs> Dick. Or you'll be like William
0: and then you'll go with, uh, with Bob or Bill. Yeah. How the fuck really do, you, how do you get that? I don't know. It's the weirdest shit. But anyway, Jimmy, you were saying you broke your fucking back, bro? Yeah.
2: Holy shit. Please tell me this story. So, I was 19, and I was actually in school in Springfield for firefighting. Okay. And I came back for my birthday, which was the following day that I would gotten back and out partying or whatever. Actually, we were on the way to my party, and my buddy driving was an idiot and mm. lost control. So, we rolled. I got ejected. They said we were probably doing, had to have been doing like 50 to 60 miles an hour.
0: This is on like a back road?
2: Yeah, this was out in Troy. And so it's it's Highway U. It was, I mean, way out. Whoa, Nothing around. dude. So um, anyway, so we we roll, I get ejected, and there were four of us got ejected. I was probably the worst one. How off. many
0: people are in the car? There was four. Just four of you? okay. Yeah.
2: It was
1: like a jeep or something,
2: right? Yeah, Jeep Cherokee. I was front, front passenger, um, but I ended up the furthest away from the car. So, somebody was driving home and and saw like barely saw the car off the side of the road and called nine one one. Actually, they had to drive home to call nine one one because where we were had no service. Oh wow! So, um, one of the other guys he got up and just started walking. He was so knocked stupid that. He didn't even know where he was. Really? They found him, like, half a mile down the road, just walking. Not knowing what's happening. Yeah, and he was he was pretty banged up, but me, they didn't find me for about 40 minutes, and the only reason they kept looking was they found a shoe, <laughs> and it didn't match the other people's shoes, so they were like, oh, we might have another guy, and actually, one of the people that lived in that area was the one that found me, because they were, like, walking in the woods, because mm-hmm. I was really far, but... I hit the street when I got ejected I slid on the concrete and then kept on going for however far.
0: Holy shit. And I bro. ended up getting
2: airlifted to Mercy. But um
0: You're like completely unconscious at this time, like you don't know Do you uh, remember any of this? Yeah. You do?
2: And at first I I, I only remembered like a tiny bit and then as time went on I started remembering more and more. But um the initial thing I remembered was it was like getting the wind knocked out of you, mm-hmm. but I was laying on my back, and I was just looking at the stars, and I could feel blood. Um, first thing I did was I looked down at my feet to see if I could move my feet. Oh, wow. Because <clears throat> I knew I was fucked. Right. And I wiggled my feet, and then I thought, stay alive.
0: Wow. So you're like, all right, I'm not paralyzed. Yeah. I'm alive, yeah. and you're just like, stay alive
2: at that moment. Yeah, but I couldn't breathe, and I was like... I was laying there, I I mean, like, gasping, and then I realized, like, something more is wrong with me. Like, I'm not, I didn't just get the wind knocked out of me. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm fucked up. (laughs) Jesus Christ. And I passed out, or I don't know if my memory just went blank or if I actually passed out, but um, the next thing I remember was kind of coming to, and it felt like I got stabbed in my side, and I, I put my hand down at my side, and I felt, like, a lot of blood coming out. Mm. so i'm holding pressure on my side and i got rock and shit and all this crap and i'm just laying there like fuck you're 19 yeah
0: dude did you have any sort of training at all it's because you you immediately went to all right am i paralyzed all right no i'm not paralyzed all right now just stay alive and then you put pressure on a fucking wound yeah so you stop the bleeding who does that without training
2: yeah that I is insane. I didn't really ever think of that, <laughs>
0: dude. Yeah. What?
2: Yeah, and th- the next thing I remember was uh, I could I saw lights. I could see the lights, and they were w- really far, you know, from EMS and what. And I tried to yell, and I couldn't yell. So then I'm like, "This is a fucking worst <laughs> way to die. Like, no one help is right there, and I couldn't get them." Holy shit, dude! Yeah, I passed out, or that memory's blank again, and the next time. I remember seeing brown pants and it was a cop standing right there and just telling me like, chill out. You're, you're okay. You're okay. Or whatever. And I swear that I don't know what she was referring to, but one of the medics goes, I don't know about this one. (laughs) (laughs) And then I, I felt, I felt, uh, and I was out after that. And then I remember being rolled and I felt the, uh, backboard just freezing ass cold. And, um, Remember hearing the helicopter, and then next thing I know, I'm in a hospital bed. Oh wow! Yeah, I broke uh, four vertebrae, my thoracic. One of them, they said, I crushed like a third of the vertebrae, <clears throat> and then broke my hands, wrist, uh, bruised the lung. My head was so swollen you could like you could pinch skin. Really, just from yeah. all the and my neck was like black and blue yeah i was fucked up (laughs) dude (laughs) how long was that recovery oh man well it happened in i was 21 i turned 21 i'm 36 now so we're going on 15 years i'm still recovered
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah you're still dealing with stuff right
2: yeah Yeah, i mean it, it was i was in bed for a while um
1: Bed-bound, right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: I didn't have to, like, learn to walk, like, uh, neurologically, but, like, physically, I had to, like, the first time they got me up and moving, I could only walk, like, 10 steps. Mm -hmm. It was actually 12 steps. And I was like, that's all I could do. And it was, like, somebody taking my leg and moving it. Yeah. Because, I I mean, everything was just, it's crazy what happens, how your body reacts, because not just the... What physically happened to my back, the rest of my body was, you know, like sh- trying to shock and, yeah, there was you know, try to pick up.
0: Intense trauma throughout your entire yeah. body.
2: Yeah. So, I was only in the hospital, though, for like six days.
0: And you went
3: home.
2: Yeah. And, how long and I didn't want to go home. I, <laughs> I told them. They said, do you feel like you could go home? And I was like, no. I'm like terrified, for one, because, you know, my head was... Head trauma and everything else, and uh I didn't have insurance at the time, which it it was covered by the driver anyway, but it was like, all right, you're well enough, yeah, get out, shit, dude, so, just kicked
0: you out the door, and you're still lunch. how long were you in bed once you got home?
2: um man, long time, I mean, where I was just like stuck in bed, yeah, definitely a month. But there was a lot of stuff I couldn't do. Like, like I couldn't brush my teeth. My mom had to brush my teeth because I couldn't pick. My, my shoulders and stuff were mm-hmm. so fucked up. I remember one day she <laughs> she went to the store, or I think she went to work, and I, uh, we had some Hawaiian punch in the refrigerator. And I got it out, and I'm, like, <sighs> squeezing it. I put it on the counter because my hand, this arm, this arm was in a cast. This one, they didn't even do anything to. It was just like i could barely squeeze anything so i'm using my forearms and i go to dump the uh hawaiian punch in a cup and i lose it and it's one of those big gallon oh, ones. And shit, it just dumps dude. all over the floor <laughs> but i couldn't bend over i couldn't do anything it's just know? there now yeah so i knocked some paper towels off the table or off the counter and i just kicked them around and i went <laughs> i went back and laid down <laughs> oh, Shit, dude I figured it out
0: yeah <laughs> holy hell man yeah.
1: So the crazy thing on top of it is he was going to school to be a firefighter then. Yeah. Went to a doctor after that. And the doctor's like, get a desk job. Well. There's, there's no way.
2: Yeah, doctors suck that way though. Yeah, after I recovered and like I had, I barely did physical therapy really. And uh, a while after I was actually working, and it was probably it was probably a year after. And I bent over and I was like, I felt a pop. And I was like, I just blew a desk out. And sure enough, I did. Really? Yeah, in my lower back. So then I started seeing a doctor for that, and he he sent me to a orthopedic, and they wanted to fuse my spine, and I'm, I guess, 23 at that age. Ooh. And th- this doctor, legit, he was like, what are you doing with life? What's your career? And I told him firefighting. And he was like, no, 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 you're not going to do anything like that yeah. ever again. Find a, uh, you're going to have to do some sort of office work. I, I just got up and
0: Walked foot. out. Yeah. 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 It's hard to find a good um, medical professional. Yeah. A lot of them suck really bad. It's just they're hedging bets.
1: There's a lot that give you a pill to for the fix, and then they give you a pill to fix well, with that pill. Must. Right.
0: It's like, I always talk about they it. They never dude. give you hope either. Mm-hmm.
2: They just learn out of the, the textbook, and then it's like, that's all they know. Right. But it's like not thinking outside of the box in any way.
0: Yeah. Like none, none of them want to push the limits. Right. They're so scared of being sued. Liability is is such an issue where they'll just tell you to, as long as you feel okay, just do a little bit and don't fuck yourself up right. anymore, and then my job is done, so yeah. I can't get sued. But I think
2: it's I think it's ego too. You know, to not know, like I think it takes a lot to for a I doctor don't to answer. say I, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's so wrong with just giving people the idea like, hey man. The human body is actually pretty spectacular. I did what I could do. I, maybe you can do more. I don't know. Yeah. But you have to, the only way to do it is to do it. You know what I mean? I can, you can't just sit around and not do anything. That right. makes everything way worse. But,
1: there's a lot of people that put that much trust in them, though. Yeah. They'll say, oh, your back's messed up. Like, there's a lot of people that be put in that situation. They'd be like, well, I can't do anything I wanted to do. I'm just going to accept it and get a job I hate and yeah. uh, go through life like that.
2: When when I was dealing with my back too, uh, the the nurse the doctor was terrible. For one, he um, he was trying to tell me that in the hospital while I'm like coming to and everything was telling me that I I hurt a lot of people. He was accusing me of driving, which I wasn't, and uh, that was like his first thing. What a dick! Yeah, and then I and I followed up with him because I was a kid and you yeah. know, I didn't know and. The nurse, though, the one time I was leaving, she was like, do you need a refill on your pain medication? Which, I think I had Percocet. I had all kinds, you know, I had a ton of shit. They gave you everything. Yeah. And uh, I was like, no, I'm okay. And she goes, well, fill it anyway. I was like, what? And she goes, just anytime you come in, refill that. Yeah. Just so you have it. And I'm like, then I didn't think nothing of it. But you look at the way things are now. Yeah. And it's like, these people were... (laughs) you know a 19 or 20 year old kid here's refill this percocet every chance you get Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and it's just right back to you know the doctor thing you wonder how we got where we were today right right everyone's hooked on
0: opioids and no one's fucking pushing the limits or trying to do anything with their body everyone's just sedentary and yeah fuck man dude that's wild bro i had no idea yeah all I know is the Jimmy who's kick like kicks ass, dude. Like all yeah. you do is kick ass. You do jujitsu and you fight professionally and you firefight, And yeah. you're a bad motherfucker, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you and Kelly are always going on adventures, yeah. exploring the world. Meanwhile, when you're 20 years old, you're fucked up. Yeah, in a bad
2: way. And yeah.
1: he he still has his bad days. He just don't express it much. I've set him up in bed because he's locked up. Really?
2: She said I put my socks and shoes on. Oh, shit. Yeah. Dang. It's, um, yeah. That's love. Yeah. (laughs) 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 It's great. I'm like, uh, I got all the, thinking of all the things that have come after that. Just bad ribs and all kinds of shit. Dang. So a third,
0: one of your vertebrae is a third, a third, I guess, shorter for lack of, than it should be? That's it's what they st-
2: told me, and I remember looking at it, and you could tell the different because they're, you know, they're pointing out the X-ray. Yeah. They just said so. I had they called them compression fractures, mm-hmm. and uh, that one basically got smashed together right. on impact, and it was just kind of lost. That I guess the third of it, and, and just that like crushed it.
0: That didn't fuck up like the actual vertebra or the the disc in between the ver- like the vertebrae got crushed. But nothing right. happened to the disc?
2: Well, I have a lot of probably I have probably a lot did. of issues with my yeah. upper back now. But the other fractures were on the um the spinal processes, the like the little the things that come off on little the those notches
0: yeah. on the So when you bent over that day and you like you blew out a vertebrae or a, a disc, yeah. was that around that same area that you hurt originally no, that day? It was my low back. Just a different area of the back entirely. Yeah, and
2: and what they talked about and it's probably a chiropractor, actually. That I first heard it, it was just the limited mobility in my upper back. Mm. You're you compensating. It, yeah, mm. it went down the line. So, Whoa. That's
1: yeah. why, like, when people get their back fused, once they do that, once you take away mobility somewhere in your back, it ends up
2: mm-hmm.
0: progressing. Yeah, like, to it, another it area. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit! That's why I don't trust doctors. Yeah. For yeah. real. I have a hard time. Taking the opinion of any sort of medical professional. Yeah. It's
1: well, it's crazy how many patients we pick up. And you'll be like, okay, what's your medical history? And they're like, I don't know, something with my heart. Okay, well, what kind of medications are you are? on? You know, because we've learned what names of medications say they probably have this medical condition. Right. Those aren't naming stuff. And some of them can be used for multiple things. And we're like, well, what do you take that for? I don't know. Well, what do you take this one for? Uh, something with that med. I'm not really sure. I just started it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like people just don't even want to do the research on their own bodies
2: right. to find out what's going and on. It, and they're like serious meds. You know, it alters everything that your body naturally does. And mm-hmm. these people have no fucking idea. You
0: it's know? so crazy. You know how like you outsource your memory to your phone for like phone numbers and different things. That's mm-hmm. essentially what people are doing, right? They're just outsourcing their health to somebody yeah. else. Yes. And they're not even taking the initiative to try to learn. Yeah. Even just a little bit. About what you take Every fucking Say like, oh, I'm gonna take this This pill Every day now I, I, sh- I But I don't know anything about it Right My doctor just said I should do it What the fuck Yeah Whoa it's dude scary. This is crazy shit is <laughs> <laughs> over here Blowing my mind right now I'm over here Learning <laughs> yeah. all this Whoa yeah. Jesus Christ
1: Not a lot of people know Actually
0: <laughs> No Well why would you If you didn't have that, uh, The hearing aid in just now I would have n- No idea Yeah Zero.
2: Holy shit, bro! Yeah. That's a whole thing too. Some of the surgeries with that.
1: We're on number five. Well, and
2: we were we were just at the doctor today, and um, so this thing that happened with my ear, it's it's pretty abnormal, but it's even more abnormal how that it's happening to me because I I never had issues at all with my ears like growing up, mm. and after this car accident, it was like I had to force this down this doctor's throat today that this started after my car accident. Mm. And he's like, well, wait a second. And he's like, got his phone out and he was like, this is really weird actually. And started thinking about maybe nerve damage and nerve pathways and different things where every other doctor is just like treating it as a kid who had tubes, yeah, ear infections and all that stuff.
1: This one went outside the box. Was this
2: one younger? Yeah. yeah, and I actually
1: did a little research because, like, it's I know it's hard for him, but it, it's hard to watch him go through, you know, over and over ear infection and bet the bad days when he has a headache and it hurts and he feels sick, yeah. and so I started doing research and I found this guy, and everybody had reviews that were like, I had years and years of bad ear problems, and he finally thought outside the box from mm. everybody else, so...
2: I will say uh, of all the things I've dealt with, like even breaking my back this year, the ear shit has been the worst. Really, It probably throws so, off
0: your like equilibrium and everything, right? It
2: does. But, you know, I've always been pretty social and like I like going out and I like talking to people. And I got to where I didn't want to because I couldn't hear any fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I couldn't hear myself, you know, and then. I can't tell a lot of times if I don't have it in, I can't tell my volume. Am I talking real loud or am yeah. I talk, or I think I'm talking loud. So I'm talking super quiet, Yeah, you know? And so I dealt with that for a long time and man, finally getting the hearing aid, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> there, there was a lot of stuff like even music that I, and I like music a lot. There's songs that I've been listening to forever that I didn't hear some of the instruments and mm. different stuff like that. Wow, you're living and a it's, whole new world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's crazy though, cause my my left ear is completely fine, but this one being so fucked up, it just I wasn't getting the, the uh, full experience. Oh <laughs> dude. Yeah.
1: Even stuff around the house, we have a, a lot of tile in our house, and we have three dogs. And He's like, God, it's just tappy tappy all the time. Like, could you yeah, can hear I'm their like, nails? Yeah, i take it mm. out. I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm like, yeah, it's like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, we got to get rid of this flooring immediately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or put slippers on the dogs. <laughs> Holy shit. Man, that's actually really scary because your friend, right? It sounds like your friend is driving like an asshole and got in a bad fucking accident and yeah. fucked everybody up in the car. I went to school with a kid who was, uh, it was him and his friend. And they were driving, like, a back road, and they hit a car, I think, head-on. And the one kid died, and the other kid didn't. Yeah. And they're probably 16 or 17. And it's like, fuck. I was actually telling that story to to AJ the other day, because he's about to be 14. And uh, so his friends are the most important thing to him and shit. And I just I just see all the things. I'm like, man, if there's one thing you ever do, just don't get in the car with a friend who's, like, been drinking or just super wrecked. I mean... <laughs> You say it, I know it's going to happen regardless, and how many times have, I mean, I've gotten in cars with people who have been drinking, or yeah. myself been the one driving and shit, but I've, I've always been under the impression that if you're driving reckless when you're drunk, you probably drive reckless when you're sober, too. That's just me. Everybody's different. I'm not saying it helps. You shouldn't drive drunk, but for me, whenever I was younger and, like, I would do that, I'd be the most fucking cautious, because yeah. I, I didn't want to get pulled over and get a ticket, and I don't want to die either. So I would drive super fucking slow. I take the safest route possible. I do whatever I fucking could yeah. to be super safe. So anyone who drives super reckless when they're drunk, from my experience, has usually been somebody who also drives reckless when they're sober. Yeah. Makes sense. he He's an idiot. He's an idiot. He's kid. not a smart guy. <laughs> that's just so, but when you're a kid, your, your brain's not even fully developed. Yeah. You're just more likely to be reckless anyway. So that's just such a scary thing yeah. to think about as a parent. Especially with like, the,
1: like with uh, phones and shit now. Like honestly, oh, we works. didn't. I didn't even have a phone driving around, like back in the day. I didn't. I was kind of late anyway. Small town, so it's like I was a little behind the times on things. But I like I'd have to call when I got to my friend's house. Mm-hmm. I'd have to call when I got to town. I wasn't like driving down the road.
0: Right, like, distracted. Searching
1: for a new song, you know. It's scary kind of out here. Yeah.
0: You ever like look around see who's in cars these days? I know
1: oh, we see it all the, the time. an ambulance. Well, especially the ambulance. people don't react. They're they're stupid. They're I don't know what happens. Some people just stop in front of you, <laughs> like slam on their brakes and will just stop. They won't even pull over. Um, there's people who try to pull against the wall on the on the interstate, like the like in immediate. the fast lane. A-
2: everybody else is going this way, and they're like, "There's
1: that one <laughs> car, and they end up blocking you. They're uh, they're the one car that ends up blocking you. Like people just, or well, I've seen people FaceTiming other people while they're driving down yeah. the road.
2: I've
0: seen that.
1: So, yeah.
2: well, the perspective too, from being in a a fire truck, you know, your way up, you're above everybody, so. You look straight into everybody's car, and everybody has got their phone, like, on the steering wheel. Um, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Like, it's like one out of five does doesn't. you know? Oh, shit. It's everybody. It's so bad.
0: I had this realization the other day. I was sitting in a stoplight, and I was like, uh, there are a lot of teenagers out here right now. Every day, there's a new teenager getting a fucking license. Yeah. Yes. And then they have their cell phone. And then you factor in the amount of people... During the day, who drive sleep deprived, which is just as bad as being drunk. It's fucking scary how many people are. I was on the highway, I was on 70 yesterday, and I was coming from O'Fallon, like towards this way. And like driving through, I don't know, like St. Charles, St. Peter's area, there's three lanes, and in all three lanes, there was a fucking semi truck. And there's a semi truck behind me, and I'm just like stuck between (laughs) all these fucking semis and all these cars, and then everyone's driving reckless. I'm like, this truly is, I don't know if maybe I'm just becoming more sensitive to it because now I'm older, but I'm like, this really is the most dangerous fucking thing that we do on a yep. regular basis.
1: Did it, you just have like final destination movie scenes start going through your head? Yeah, I'm just like, don't <laughs> die. I'm, do- <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God, just stay. I'm
0: locked in right now. Okay, we're good. We're good. It was kind of scary. It's kind of yeah. scary the amount of people on the road, man. It really is like a dangerous thing. It really is.
1: There's a lot of very questionable things out there. Yeah.
0: You, you guys see a lot of it, first responders. Yeah, for the listeners who don't know, you both are firefighters, former EMTs. You don't do EMT work anymore. Paramedics, yeah. Yeah. Paramedic, firefighter, fighters, world travelers. We do it all. Adventures, (laughs) (laughs) but because (laughs) of that, you guys see a lot of crazy things. Yeah. Like I mean, you come across some some scenes. I'm sure that are probably pretty hard to forget.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: And you lose. I wouldn't say you lose faith in humanity but you uh you lose you, faith in humanity <laughs> completely. <laughs>
2: Why is that? It's uh, terrible. I don't know. You see some people do some it's just dis- evil
1: things that it, I think most society doesn't realize so many people are capable of. Mm.
2: I think for me, I think the the thing that gets me over like the the bad calls or like the graphic calls is the disregard for each other how people are Mm. to each other because it's just like driving emergency and you know running to the hospital emergency the person who just refuses to get out of the way or is driving like an idiot if if it were their family member in the ambulance it would be they would want to kill that person i've had i've had people riding with me and they're like, "Get out of the fucking way!" You know, it, you know, their family members in the back, and they're like, "And I think to myself, this was probably you at some point." You know what I mean? Yeah. The person who's riding with me, they were probably that car. Yeah. So it all changes whenever it involves them. It's like that's what gets to me. That's what.
0: Yeah.
1: Society's become pretty selfish.
2: Yeah.
0: We're in an interesting time, right? Because. In that regard, yeah, people will – it's like if it's not directly affecting me right in this moment, then they just – they won't care about others. Right. But on the same note, we just went through a very crazy fucking time, right, with COVID and shit where right. they were doing this
3: together. Exactly, where they're <laughs> trying
0: to push that same narrative of you have to do things for your – like for, for society's greater good, but like in a different way, like in a controlling way. Yeah. So you need to behave the way I need you to behave and I need you to think and do the things I need you to do because that's what – is best for society, but it's it it's not it's like a malicious way of thinking. It it, it didn't seem like it was done in good faith. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like yeah, all those measures sure. that were taken, a lot of the people who are pushing like the narrative, oh, you need to do this because what you don't care about, you know, whatever the elderly or your your neighborhood or your community or whatever the case may be. But on a very like human level, people are ignoring that shit all the time. Yeah. Right.
1: Well, it's like Karen that'll call somebody out for not having their mask over their nose and say you're killing people and you're selfish. But she's the same person that won't put her grocery cart up at the store and will park it up against somebody's car. So it scratches it. Right. You know, like that kind of stuff like you. They just the focus in the world is completely off right now. I,
2: I think it made people I think people became even more selfish through covid and all that. Yeah, I
0: think so. It's like, do what I want you to do mm-hmm. because it's all about me.
2: Yeah. This is what I believe. Yeah. So you yeah. have to.
0: What was, <laughs> it, what was it like being in in your field with all this? With, <laughs> with all the regulations oh. and things I that are coming down? I want to say a Are lot you guys able right to here? say <laughs> – how much can you say?
1: Okay. honestly, Really, I mean, whatever yeah, we want. So honestly um, – I would feel bad, and I would actually let people know we'd see them in, out in public, and they'd be like, oh, my God, you guys are first responders. This must be such a hard time for you, and, and I'm I'm God, I can't believe what you're going through. And honestly, it was the slowest year in EMS of my life. Really? Because everyone's doing this, Our I've call been,
2: volume was way down.
1: Because people didn't call for bullshit to go to the hospital. They didn't call because they had a tummy ache. They stayed home and waited it out. Mm. Like you they were scared. Most of the time. Right.
2: People yeah. were scared to go to the hospital the, for their bullshit.
1: The news was showing tents set up outside of hospitals and like crazy stuff going on. Um, I previously worked at Richmond Heights fire department and we transported to St. Mary's a lot. That was one of the COVID sites. We would drive by majority of the time we drove by. There's two guys sitting under the tent on their phones, not doing anything. And the emergency room was a ghost town.
2: Mm. It was crazy. It was, we're literally like at the table in the kitchen at the firehouse watching the news. And they're telling us, how on the emergency rooms are in these tents, and twenty minutes later we're there and it's empty, like really? legit. Yeah, mm, like something's not driving right. It made me. I wanted to record it and post it, you know, but yeah. you know, I like, kind of just left it all alone. But and it,
1: then some of the scenes they were shown on the news weren't even uh, local. They yeah. were whatever, and some of them were old scenes.
2: Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Overall, though, it was. It was definitely my slowest time, and then, and then we couldn't train, and then we were told we can't congregate, so stay in your room or yeah, you
0: know, Uh,
2: the difference.
0: Like you couldn't lift weights or no, we could. Well, we couldn't train like
2: fire fire like fire training. Yeah. So everything that we would do in our downtime, like going and doing fire inspections or whatever, we couldn't we couldn't do that for a long time. Mm. So. You go into work, your call volume's way down, and you also can't do the things you normally do. You can't. You just got to. It was like isolation. Yeah. yeah. For a long time. That's probably the worst but,
1: part of it, you couldn't be yeah. around your coworkers, and you're locked in a building together. The, but
2: the thing that did. That truly Shit. did go. That's that, sounds awful. That um, increased was psych and suicides. Like, mm. we would have. As far as I remember, maybe one suicide a year or something like that, where I'm at. Yeah. And we had like three or four pretty quickly after um, everybody was staying home and all that shit.
0: That was a very common thing with the lockdowns, right? I mean, a lot of people became super depressed and there were a lot of suicides. Yeah, it was legit. Yeah. Trying to save all these lives from people getting sick, but you just end up costing a whole bunch more. Yeah. From people yeah, mentally people killing themselves or uh,
2: overdoses, you know, all that stuff increased. All the all the mental health stuff increased. Wow. For sure.
0: Who handles those? We you You guys also handle the mental health things? Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: Depends on the area. Sometimes the paramedics do more talking down than the cops do, so
0: Is it more back to normal now, volume wise, and the day to day, or what's, yeah. what's it like yeah, now?
1: Volume wise, but I still think the psych—it's definitely up higher. It's uh, it's maintained, but the rest of the calls have came back up with it.
2: The mm. the COVID stuff's kind of fading, though, as yeah. far as like wear your mask and all that right stuff. So
1: we still have to. Yeah, I don't know how you are you? But we of. have to we have to wear a mask on every call, no matter what, in yeah. really? the hospital. Yeah
0: that's so silly you Just deal with it though right well it it was
2: sad because when it started some physicians that I respect and trust are like just do it to ease people's minds you know put your mask on yeah you got a .02 chance of whatever the percentage was you're not basically you're never gonna die from this yeah if you get it you probably will not even know that you got it or what you wouldn't even be able to decipher whether it was flu or COVID. Mm -hmm. So I went from that. It was like people started falling more into, into line. Yeah. And because people that I know truly did not believe it was what it was being sold as eventually started preaching the same thing. Right. And then as as it's eased up, now they're back on, yeah, that was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, bitch, I remember,
0: <laughs> I remember what you were saying. Yes. You act like an asshole online. I saw it. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Locked.
1: Holy Facebook wars. Yeah.
0: Especially <laughs> the physicians on there. It's crazy. There's one guy, I don't want to say his name, but I will say he's a plastic surgeon, and I don't take his fucking opinion for anything, because guess what? You're not a real doctor in my mind. <laughs> and I look at you, and you don't look fucking healthy.
1: I know exactly uh, who you're You know what I'm talking about. about. Yes. <laughs> Because I know, had private message you? I wish
0: I was, I wish, ah, man, I, ah, there's not too many, just, ah, I don't want to like put somebody in a box and just be like, you are this, but you see enough posts and yeah. I'm just like, God, ah, you're just a condescending little bit of a dick. Yeah. I don't want to associate with you.
1: So the thing is, you look at the people, a lot of the people that were like fucking terrified and look at most of their health, overall health. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like if you walk into the gym, m- nobody, nobody cared at the gym about COVID. I trained the crazy. entire yeah. lockdown. Like, everybody had COVID at some point and they got over it. Mm-hmm. And that was it because we take care of our bodies. Most of us take care of our bodies mm-hmm. to a point that it's going to do what it's supposed to do. The people that are terrified are the people that know and they are self-aware that they're out of shape. They're not healthy. And it's their own fault that their body's not ready to ward off something like that. Right. So it's easier for them to push the blame on the rest of society for not keeping them safe than to say, you know what, I've been a lazy, fat piece of shit and I've been sitting <laughs> on the couch instead of <laughs> taking care of myself. <laughs> well, that sounds like too much personal responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> to talk
0: about. This yeah. is just my opinion, though.
1: <laughs>
0: Crazy times. Yeah. yeah. Were you guys forced to get the vaccine? I know they tried, right? Yeah. What did you guys do? Um...
3: <laughs> I don't. know, I'm putting you on the spot.
0: My little brother, he's he's 21 or 22. He joined the uh, the National Guard, and he got it. And uh, I was like, bro, dude, like you probably shouldn't have got that. And uh, he didn't talk to me about it, though. He talked to some other people. I'm like, man, if he was worried about getting a um, a dishonorable discharge. I'm like, dude, they just would have just discharged you. And he found out, like, after the fact, and he kind of wishes he wouldn't have did it. Yeah. And I wonder how many other people are like that, in the military or in some sort of, you know, you're a firefighter or a cop, or you just did it because you don't want to lose your job and you're just told that you have to do this and the amount of pressure that came from top down. Like, I I don't, what was that like?
1: Everybody that I know that got it regrets it.
2: Yeah. And there was, there were departments or, uh, yeah, fire departments throughout the, country that banded together and said no yeah what are you gonna do and they said okay you don't have to (laughs) weird (laughs) yeah so like at at my place i was like okay how does everybody feel do you really feel like we should do this or do you disagree and most disagreed but weren't willing to say no Mm -hmm. and then you heard the the excuse well i just wanted to get back to normal so I'll just do
0: it. That was a lot of it, right? Yeah. Everybody just wanted then, to be back but to normal. Isn't normal. Yeah. this
1: isn't normal. This isn't right. normal. So why do you think this would make things back to normal?
2: Right. I mean, right. Right. Yeah. And people, you know, for the most part, just folded. And like
1: I, re- I refused. No. So yeah. Just yeah. from the get-go. It sucked because in the middle of everything, I was getting hired on a new fire department. Mm. And I got hired on Corps Fire and it's one of the best places in the county like i mean yeah it's the place to work you know but um you know i had a lot of moments that i was like i don't want to be the new person coming in and being like there's no way i'm gonna you know agree to get this thing and stir up a bunch of shit but um we one of the big things with me is we haven't had kids yet we we probably still will but I don't, I'm not putting anything in my body. I've been doing this well, taking care of my body for this long. I'm not just going to start injecting shit. Right. I have my kids yet or anything. There's no way. So it's kind of gotten dropped. It really hasn't even been talked about for probably a good four to six months now. So I think the whole getting it mandatory thing is.
2: It'll go away. Yeah. I think it's going to fade out. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: No one even talks about it anymore. No. no.
2: At all. We're, we're in no. war season. War, yeah. We're going to war. Yeah. War season, COVID season. Oh, COVID. Over. We wrote that one out. Yeah, we <laughs> sure did. <laughs>
1: it's, back, it's back to war. <laughs> it's a little bit more familiar. War. Yeah. We all know war.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shit, man. The world is crazy.
3: Yeah.
0: The world is fucking crazy. I have a real big issue with people just trying to tell me what to do, especially in the health field. Yeah. Whenever, as a person who's always taken ownership of their health, you know, I feel like most people take ownership, I would hope, of some sort of some area of their life. More people should do it in the area of health. And I do, so I don't want other people to tell me what to do in exactly. that
2: regard. My my thing is that just drove me insane was being a a medical professional because we are, but we if if you're in any field, you know how medicine works and how the body works. You got a pretty good, probably a better idea than well you should than the general public. So you know that there's information that's flawed or changes. Or how could anybody? No, 100 percent with COVID, whether vaccines work, whether it is what everybody was selling it as you couldn't. And that was like my biggest thing was whether you're you believe it or you don't, you have to agree that maybe we don't know everything. Right. So how are you going to jump everybody's ass? And, you know, everything that happened was just insane for for people that are supposed to be. Well-educated and intelligent, yeah. it was really dumb. I'm gonna put my <laughs> tinfoil hat
0: on here for a second <laughs> because no, I mean here's that's... the thing. If you look at you said well-educated people, right? If you look at the people who who buy into like the popular narrative, it's usually college-educated people, right? And there's like this mm-hmm. whole trend of you, like you hear about professional like pr- professors in universities kind of sitting on top of their ivory tower and just kind of yeah. just preaching their ide- ideology, right? So we're essentially Sending a whole bunch of kids to become like indoctrinated in, to a certain way of thinking and then giving them like the idea to have confidence in what they've just learned is like the be all, like the way. Yeah, like this yeah. is the be all. This is the right way. You are now educated. You are now intelligent. Go out into the world and, and be like we give you the best jobs. We give well, We used to. Like people get a degree and they get the best jobs. Now it's just like you just go get a degree and – Fuck you! Now you just have <laughs> debt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you give people better jobs, you give them titles, you give them like this sense of like doing well in society, and then really all you're really doing is just indoctrinating them into a way of thinking, so that way, whenever we pass down certain things from the top, you'll just take it, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. I feel like all the people yeah. who are college, ed- I have a master's degree in healthcare administration. I'm educated, but. Yeah. I don't buy into that shit and I it which is what gets me like how are other people buying into it like how are you not truly just thinking for yourself how do you just take whatever is just told to you at face value and just be like okay yeah this is it this is truth you're right I'm this is it I don't understand it
2: Yeah and we and we're raised to trust uh doc- physicians doctors yeah. uh scientists but they're all humans yep. you know and What's the saying? A doctor that passes with a...
1: A D a, a C or a doctor or, that passes with an A still gets called still, doctor. Still a doctor.
2: It's true. Like, if I really wanted to, I could buckle down and get a master's degree. Um, or I could half-ass my way through it and get one. I can What's I mean, buy though? it. Other than you just but, have it. Who cares? Exactly. Yeah, but to most people, I could, I could walk into a room and be like, yeah, I have a master's degree. And automatically, I guarantee that a good majority of those people are like, wow. Yeah. That guy's really smart. He has a master's. Yeah. But it could be in... I mean, I could bullshit my way through. It could be anything. You know? Yeah. We we were
1: talking about this at the firehouse the other day. Came up as a subject. And uh, some some people think that now they should start pushing more of an education base for the fire service. Like, you have to have a bachelor's degree to start getting a job instead of just certifications. mm
3: -hmm.
1: But the thing is... All of our what we do in the field, like it's not in the book. There's only so much that's in the book. Like you go on a psych call and you got to talk somebody down, they don't talk about that in the book or how to have compassion or how to talk to that person or relate to them to try to make them feel better. That stuff comes with doing things over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So when you have somebody respond to you, do you want the guy that has an amazing bachelor's degree? It's probably pretty smart, dude. Or the person that has 17 years' experience.
0: Definitely that person. Right. The latter, for sure. I want the person with the experience. Yeah. So it, it seems like – I used to think that we just wanted everybody to go to college because they wanted to load everybody down debt and make you like an indentured servant. But then I was like, man, maybe they're just trying to indoctrinate everybody into a certain way of thinking. And then it's easier to control the masses if everybody thinks a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. But then also now that I'm thinking – it just creates a, a greater divide, right? Because now this, like this, like this group of people are like, oh no, we're educated, we're super smart, and then you have these other people who didn't go to like a traditional form. Formal education is not the only form of education, which is that seems to be the thing that people are forgetting. It's like, all right, well, all these people over here don't have degrees, so they're just they're they don't know anything. What do you know? You don't know science. You don't know anything. Yeah. You don't know how to think. You don't right. know how to rationalize, or you know. It, so it's like uh, then it's just a divide amongst people, and it's just fucking. What in the world's going on, guys? What in the world is going? On, <laughs> the world is go- yeah. I, it just—it kind of yeah. makes me a little sad sometimes. Like, why can't we all
2: just get along?
0: Jesus yeah. Christ, folks! <laughs> think for your goddamn selves and just be nice to each other. Yeah.
1: It goes back to
2: it's that kinda, loss it, in humanity. It's, it's, it's a little disheartening.
0: Yeah, this is why you guys think humans suck now. Because yes. they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly. This has been a very Most positive conversation, guys. I'm glad we're having it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm feeling hopeful it's making me
1: feel better yeah uh, helps, <laughs> helps <to> vent. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for real shit man <laughs>
2: holy cow we man. have this talk around the firehouse because th- this is what we do we sit around and talk about how terrible <laughs> the world <laughs> is <laughs> and we talk shit you know and it's venting and dark humor and all that stuff yeah you know? i think it does <laughs> kind of get you down <laughs> after a while though you're like, they were supposed you're like to be oh like
1: no no you're wrong but they're like oh, yeah we're you're like, right they all suck <laughs> we're like no these,
2: these are jokes we're joking around and then we're like wait a minute <laughs> dark, I think dark humans are,
0: uh, humor is a pretty common trait oh, yeah. in your field yeah I think in any field where there's just a lot of you have to deal with heavy shit I mean you see it in the military Dude. there's probably a lot amongst fighters when you're dealing with like a lot of tension I think you mm-hmm. see a lot of people mm-hmm. there with with dark stress I, maybe it's just dark humor helps you deal with stress and hard shit. This episode is brought to you by Strange Donuts. Listen, if you're in the St. Louis area, you gotta check them out. It doesn't matter which location you go to. There's four of them in the city. You can go to Coeur, Maplewood, Kirkwood, or just across the river in Edwardsville, Illinois. doesn't matter which one you go to because the donuts are delicious at all of them. And let me tell you something. Every weekend, there's some sort of new flavor creation You will be so stoked that you check these guys out. Hands down, one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Anytime I'm traveling, I got to find the best donuts in the city. And when you are in my city, St. Louis, you got to check out Strange Donuts. So again, check them out. Let them know that we sent you. You don't get anything for telling them that we did send you, but they do know that you listened to the show and we got you in the store. So go do yourself a favor and get you some Strange Donuts today. This episode is brought to you by Imposed Will. Go check us out at imposedwill.com. We have a full line of apparel. We just dropped our free flow shorts for all my jiu-jitsu and active people out there. If you're running or swimming or rolling jiu-jitsu or fighting or anything in between, you just want to wear a nice comfy pair of shorts that look cool. You don't even have to be doing any of the other stuff. You just want to look good. Come check us out, imposedwill.com. We are also hosting all of the goods and apparel for the show. So if you want a coffee mug or a hoodie or something that says outside perspective on it, you can get it there as well. So one more time, go check us out,
2: imposedwill.com. It changes it because yeah. there's there's stuff that you – there's stuff I've seen, and I know Kelly too, that you it's – it's like horror movie shit. Like it, you're you're looking and you're like, man, you can't even process it. Like it, it's almost for me. I've seen stuff and it's like, I think back to it a whole bunch because you can't wrap your head around it because mm. you're like, that was pretty fucking awful. So then you go to dark humor and you then it, you can kind of laugh a little bit and then
1: and when you don't process it, I think I'm, I'll admit that I used to be a person who thought the whole ptsd thing was like weakness like that that don't happen you just couldn't handle what happened to you Mm. and uh i had a couple of pretty bad calls there in a few years that i think i pushed them down pretty deep and was like this is what i do no big deal and my mood changed um, my interactions kind of changed, kind of, mm. like, tired and just, you know, bad mood every day. And I realized what was happening in PTSD is, like, a real thing yeah. on first responders. There's a lot of denial in there, and it's – that's been several years, and this year is probably the first time I've admitted, like, I've experienced some PTSD.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, and it, it's even worse with some of the older guys because – you don't. You definitely don't show that. You don't show coming back from a call and anything bothering you. But like, we're getting a little better in the field about sitting out and talking after calls, mm. making sure you know everybody feels the same way you do right now, and you're not just like the wink link or something like that. Right. So it's it's definitely like a different uh, processing of things, and I think the dark humor helps either push it or regurgitate it in a way that you <laughs> you feel comfortable sharing it.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like when you're in school and the teacher would say, Ask the question because probably somebody else was also thinking yeah. it. Yeah. It's like the same thing. It's like express the feeling because there's probably somebody yeah. else here also feeling that. Exactly. Too. At
2: exactly. the same time too, um I don't know what department it was. I think it's probably happened at more than one. They brought in a a counselor or whatever and did a debriefing after a call or whatever. And, and I guess some other things came up, but that counselor got up and left and was crying. Really, (laughs) (laughs) Counselor wasn't ready. Yeah. So it's like, to me, I'm like, we're almost, we have to fend for ourselves within ourselves because there it's, you can't, I couldn't go to a counselor and talk about this call. And what it was like, and what I'm feeling, and have them truly, really understand it. You, they right. just can't. You can't. Like, they
1: don't experience the senses and the smells. I couldn't. I couldn't
2: sense. understand. I couldn't talk to. I could probably relate on some things with like a, a war veteran, but there's no way that I could really understand what they're they're feeling or experience, and really help them through it.
0: Right. Unless and, unless you actually have been there. Yeah. In- heard the sounds i think
2: it's just i think it's unique to veterans and first responders because it it's just un, unlike anything else right the, the the trauma the ptsd type incidents yeah so
0: yeah you guys have a different perspective mm-hmm. yeah like i you said you, you you smell the things you hear the sounds yeah. there's there's a real there's an intangible thing like energy's real and you can feel it. Like, you can come up on, the, like, you can walk into, like, a house and, like, man, this house feels fucking creepy. Like, something yeah. probably, probably happened here. It's real. Yeah, like, and you guys experience that on a very regular basis. You're probably tapped into it more than others. You ever go to a place and be like, man, there's probably a dead body buried here. I can feel it.
1: <laughs> there's there's places that some, we I've go. I've such weird yeah, stuff there's, happen. I believe there's something else out there. Yeah. So it's like, like, I think what, spirits what and stuff. Yeah? Yeah. We both had, like, weird shit happen to us, so it's, like, I think there's definitely a whole other universe thing happening. It's funny,
2: my my room at the firehouse, um, I, we had a real bad call, and this kid hung himself, and I woke up in the middle of the night, and I swear I saw somebody sitting on my bed, and I was, like, half asleep, and I was, like, I knew it was him, Mm -hmm. and I was, like, get off my bed. And then I was, like, <laughs> coming out of my sleep, and I swore I still saw him. And I got – we got uh, shades on our window because there's pretty bright streetlights. And I, like, popped them open, gone. So then another night, I'm I'm laying there, and I'm, like, real quick, I'll open the blinds because I felt like something is over in this corner. feel his presence. So then I'm uh, – we were talking one morning with the n- next crew on, and my – we got three to a room. Because we got three different shifts. So my roommate, she was like, um, I guess the shift, the shift prior.
1: Well, she uses a nightlight, right?
2: Yeah. She was like, freak me the fuck out because something was over in that corner. I flipped the light on real quick. She was like, I thought one of you fuckers were in the room getting ready to scare me. Because we all scare the fuck out. Yeah. And, you know, hide and scare each other. But, you know, like adults do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she said the same thing, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I was like, uh, "So." <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I told shit. her, she's like, "Oh great." <laughs> yeah. There's
1: yeah. like, there's always some kind of follow-up. Yeah. I, like you know, have you watched Stranger Things? Mm-hmm. Um, I had one. I'm pretty sure the husband shot the wife, but it came out as a cardiac arrest, and we got there, and I opened up her t- chest to start compressions, and there's a. T- Straight up bullet hole in her chest. We walked past the husband who's downstairs. So we're upstairs and he's downstairs. Who knows he has another gun. There's no cops there or anything Mm. yet. But went through this whole call. And most of us thought it was pretty obvious that it might have potentially been a murder. Right. Well, the cops just dubbed it as a suicide. And uh, I came back to the firehouse, went to bed. and told him the next morning I had a dream about that lady but it was like in the stranger things like the upside yeah
0: like the the upside down world yes or, yeah. yeah
1: and she was there dead talking to me and she was like it wasn't him mm. so okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah you can say we're all like a little fucked up <laughs> <laughs> Whoa.
0: Yeah. Man, there might be something to that i mean you guys are probably just a little bit more tapped in i mean constantly dealing with people crossing over if you will yeah i
2: mean, yeah. Shit, I mean we we've literally like i i don't know how many i've watched them go like yeah. you it's such a weird thing their eye like the eyes
1: you can tell when they're I'm gone, like they're gone oh, they're, like i've there. i've
2: like seen it there's like no there you can tell yeah mm. like they're breathing and you can and then you're even working on them they're dead you're working on them and I've, it's like their eyes change it's weird really and it's
0: it's Have you seen somebody like seen somebody like they died and that like went away? Their eyes changed and then they came back, and you can see the difference in their eyes again. No, no, no. just once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, so it's a
2: it's, <sighs> a it's hard to explain.
0: Shit. It's, yeah, I believe it. I I lost my fear of death just from a few different experiences. One psychedelics, yeah. like when you go deep enough, you kind of go to this place. And I've been to that same place on two other occasions. One, getting tapped out. The last time I can remember, like, Rice House was tapping me. Like, he was choking me, and I was about to tap, and I didn't. And the next thing I know, I woke up, and, like, Rice House is over me. And I remember thinking, have you guys been choked out before? Yeah. So, you know, like, you don't remember, like, peop- when you're choked out, people are like, yeah, you're, like, breathing and making noises. And, like, you know, for me, I don't remember that shit. I just remember being, like, in this place that I've been before through psychedelics, and I remember kind of it being like a warm, fuzzy feeling. It wasn't like a bad or scary thing. Yeah. And I've also been to that place. One time, Deja and I were at this restaurant, and I fucking passed out. And I woke up, and, like, the EMTs were over me. And I was also in that same fucking place. Yeah. Like, so from three different things, I've gone to this same, like, place and familiar feeling. So they
1: say... There's research saying psychedelics work for PTSD and stuff. And that's probably... That might be why. Is it gives you like a comfort of like a familiar feeling maybe. Like I was reading this huge article on it. Mm -hmm. And it was like people become more calm with the thought of death.
0: That happens. But for me, I went to a place. So the first time I did DMT, it was... It was different than a lot of psychedelics in that, for example, if you do, like, psilocybin or if you do, like, LSD or something, unless you do a lot, a lot of the experience is just here. Like, I'm still very much, like, in this physical place. Like, I'm in my body. Of course, like, you'll see, like, geometrics and colors and different things, but it's still very rooted in this place. But the first time I did DMT, for example, and I've even went there with, like, a whole bunch of, like, mushrooms, I left this physical place. Like, I was no longer, I was me. Everything about myself was me, but I was not in this place, like, this physical world. I was in, like, a different dimension. I don't know how you want to explain it, but I was not physically here. Like, my body wasn't me. Like, I wasn't, like, in my body. I was in this place. Wherever this place was, it was, like, there was this oneness, this connectiveness. Like, I was it, and it was me. Like, you can call that God, if you will. And, like, everything was just one, and it was, um there was nothing scary about it uh it was the first time i did it was a little scary because it was very discombobulating but um i don't know like after that first dmt experience like i wasn't afraid of death anymore like where what whatever happens when you die and you leave this place i'm very convinced like i've been to that other place that's awesome
3: yeah, that's awesome. yeah.
0: so like through psychedelics and then again like I went there when I got choked out, and I went there whenever I passed out, like my consciousness left this field, and I went to somewhere else, and like it's a fucking place,
3: yeah,
0: so uh, that's why when I feel like when you die, you probably just go to that. I don't know, but I feel like I've been there, and I've had experiences through different means that have taken me to the same place, so I just wonder it's like man, maybe that's just where you go, I don't know what it is, but whenever I'm there, I can understand what what infinity is. Like time doesn't exist, and you have a concept of like eternity. Like this is forever. This is it.
1: So after that, the first time, did you feel like it opened up anything here, like dreams or anything like that?
0: No, not dreams. I do. I smoke a lot of cannabis, so I, I don't have dreams. Like for you don't real. dream? No, not not unless I stop smoking. I don't, I don't dream unless really? it's
1: bad. Usually, it's really? like I don't dream very often, and when I do, it's not a good one. Like he 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 can dream and like control it.
2: Mm. Really, like you know you're in the dream, oh, yeah. and oh, some
0: people can do that.
2: I've had them where they, like, I know when it's gonna get bad. It's it's like a yeah. like a movie. Like it'll be fine and it'll be good, and I know I'm dreaming. And all of a sudden, you know, the sky starts turning a little gray and. And some rad, and, and I'm like, oh, shit, wake up. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. But I've been stuck, too. Really? And I'm like, I'm dreaming. Like, get up, get up.
0: Yeah, I've had that feeling maybe when I was a little bit younger. Like, you know that feeling where you're, like, in quicksand, you can't run? Or, like, you're trying to get away yeah. from somebody? Like, I knew I was dreaming. I was just trying to run and run. I couldn't. I'm yeah. like, fuck. It, it
2: was like, when I dream like that, I'm. it's real. Like, I'm there. Yeah. And it's like. It's kind of scary, but I'm like, I can get out. I just got to figure out, yeah. like, hey, wake up, wake up, you know.
1: Have you ever had sleep paralysis?
0: Maybe. I've woken up before, like, short of breath. Like, I can remember maybe, like, once or twice in my life where I was sleeping and, like, I couldn't breathe. And then I woke up,
3: <gasps> fuck,
0: like, okay, okay. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I had that happen scary. a couple times.
1: I had where, and it only happened, it happened twice on one of our trips when we went to Big Bend National Park. Mm. And we slept, oh, yeah. We slept on the car underneath the stars that yeah. one night. And I literally, like, my brain was awake and I knew everything was going on and I could not move my body for anything. Mm. It was the scariest thing I've ever yeah. experienced. Like, I was literally, like, sitting there, like, move your right hand. And, like, I couldn't. And it was almost like I could see my body. Yeah. But nothing would move.
0: Yeah. You know, I have had that happen a couple more times I that's so a scary feeling. That it was terrifying. It's actually a very terrifying fucking feeling. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: and I was out in the open too. Like we were we were out in the open in the middle of the desert. And I'm like, yeah. I can't if something happens, I can't do any yeah. am I paralyzed? Like it was oh, it was shit. it was horrible.
0: You guys have visited by aliens.
1: I th- No okay okay keep <laughs> going. let's go let's go <laughs> <laughs> it,
3: it was satellites it was
1: it turned out it was sa- well we think it was satellites there was some weird shit going yeah. on with the y'all lights y'all saw a ufo there was well, some weird shit were- going on with the lights in the sky that night yeah
0: listen you all them. i'm saying is you couldn't identify it and maybe it was flying
1: yes okay Okay. And it wasn't going like a satellite. The one would like loop down. You know, it could
0: have yeah. been anything. No, but, I mean, they were fast. Could, but you couldn't identify w- it, so it's UFOs. So all yeah. I care about. AEPs of that's what they call them now. All of a sudden,
2: yeah. you would see a light, and it would be like, and then it would slow down, and then it would go back, and then maybe it would go over here, and then it would be gone. Wow. It was all night. Seriously. How like, fast? Oh, like wait, fast? Like super no, fast? Super fast. No, not that fast. But yeah. it was like, you know, mm-hmm. it, and then it would be like,
1: it changed directions. Really? It was really weird. It wasn't
2: like a fighter
0: plane or something?
1: Nope.
0: Supposedly. It's it's you guys are at where at? Where
2: at? Big uh, Bend
1: National Park, all the way at the bottom in Texas. Mm.
2: It's like a top 10 nighttime sky in yeah. the, in you the can world, see, right? Mm. You can
1: see like 20%. It's
2: it's pretty awesome. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. It's crazy.
1: It's. But that was wild. It's one of the prettiest skies I've ever Especially
2: seen. Especially at like, I think 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Probably. 2 or 3 a.m it's like it's like all we stars. we fell asleep and maybe it's ten, eleven o'clock and it's dark you know and that the sky though at the middle of the night like that for whatever reason is just it's like it, it's right on top of you
0: right, right. yeah we're so yeah. used to, to seeing it with all the light pollution yeah. And, yeah yeah
2: but especially there like um
1: it's very destitute down there,
2: there and then death valley right yeah I still think Big Bend was better. Yeah, for sure, it's been the best. Where's the darkest
0: place in America? Isn't it in like Utah or some shit like that? There's a spot. It's the darkest place.
1: Oh, I I don't don't know. know. I just know there's uh, there's several like rated dark skies. Yeah,
2: it's crazy though, because you're out there with nothing, but the sky is actually bright enough that you can see the ground. You know, yeah, from the sun or from the stars. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Whereas like here. In the middle of the night. Pitch black.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Darkest town in America. Let's see here. The darkest town in America is... I don't know.
1: Scary looking.
0: Uh, Here in the desert, the earth walls. I just want a fucking name. I want an article.
1: (laughs) Oh, is this it? Gerlach, Nevada?
0: Oh, yeah. Gerlach, Nevada. Hmm. Yeah. Population wanted. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, all right. But either way, it's in Nevada, out in the desert. Okay. Cool. Where all the alien okay. stuff happens. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on that
1: trip, we went to... Uh, Whatchamacallit? Roswell. Roswell, yeah. How was that? I'm pretty Uh, sure everybody there is an alien. Everybody there is definitely. Very weird people live there. Just fucking. Super weird. Like men in black style where there's like an alien in their body. Really? Yes, I'm pretty sure.
0: You know Josh Sampo grew up next to Area 51. Yeah. Yeah. His dad used to work there. Yeah. He's talked about it. Yeah. Sampo
2: Is Sampo an (laughs) alien?
0: I am a little convinced (laughs) that Sampo's town is some sort of like government experiment in the way of like the Truman show because oh. it was like this small little town yeah. sample was like a state champion wrestler his football team won state oh, the star it was of almost the town. it was almost like too perfect of a little town Yeah. i'm just like you guys are the truman show or something
1: <laughs>
0: come on bro he is so
2: nice and positive yes. too like truman i love him. like truman <laughs> <laughs> It makes more sense now. <laughs> it all makes sense now. I mean yeah. shit.
0: Just living out there in the <laughs> desert. Yeah. Just aliens and who knows what else.
1: Explains the ears now. Yeah. Sorry, up. <laughs> <laughs> this stuff excites me a
0: lot. Like yeah. thinking about what could be or like yeah. what is out there and like the unknown and shit like that. I just listened to this um Joe Rogan episode and uh I think it was from like a year ago, but he was talking to a guy a lot about aliens. And uh how so many sightings are actually like out in the middle of the, like the ocean, and how much is going on out there, and just all the sightings that the military has
1: have you ever went to Roswell?
0: <clears throat> no, it's super high on my list. We drove to the Grand Canyon last summer, and i I don't know I think I saw a sign that was like Roswell however many hundred miles, and I was like, oh, I really want to take this detour and go
1: it was so we went to the museum there, and actually like some of yeah, the history cool. of how it lines up yeah I I'm more of a even more of a believer that there's something after after like reading all that. It's crazy. This with
2: like, uh, like it touched like on the like tombstone the stuff Egyptians and yeah, all Yeah, like of the stuff. stuff with the Egyptians and like yeah. a
1: tombstone and this date something was discovered and they thought something was gonna happen on another date and a tombstone was actually discovered on that date too. Whoa. Like it the way stuff lines up yeah. is crazy.
2: Don't the, only, the, and the only pictures.
1: Thing. The pictures look like fucking aliens. A lot yeah. of the pictures look like aliens from all the Egyptian stuff. Yeah. I mean, maybe they were bad artists, but on the other hand, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I I don't know what else Some of them could be like what they Yeah.
0: There's more than we understand. And I think the hubris of humans of always just trying to explain away things and like, oh, there's a rational explanation for this and it's this and that. It's like, man, sometimes you just don't know and that's okay too. Like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying I know for sure that this is happening or that is real, but it's like, maybe. Exactly. Why not keep an open mind? I
1: feel the same
0: way. The Egyptians were really onto some shit. I read this book called Stolen Legacy and it was talking about how Greek philosophy is essentially just stolen Egyptian philosophy and he goes through it's, it's actually um, it was written by this professor it's a very dry book but he goes through all these examples and he talks about like the layouts of the temples in um, in Egypt and how like that translates you'll see that same design in like many of the churches and then you'll see um, <clears throat> he talked about how there's this record of, like, all these philosophers being sent to, like, the Library of Alexandria to, like, learn from these people. And then, obviously, the Egyptians, like, ransacked the Library of Alexandria and, and burned it down and, like, stole a whole bunch of information. So there's just, there's a lot, like, in the book that he talks about. And I was like, man, it, it makes sense. It's a very old civilization. And, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a, probably a lot of knowledge there that we're just not familiar with. Just in the world in general, are you guys, are you guys familiar with uh, Graham Hancock?
3: mm No
0: he is he's a writer but for a very long time he talked about how he thought human civilization was much older i think we're kind of like estimated like around like ten thousand years or some shit kind of where we're at right now but he estimated that there were civilizations advanced civilizations much older than what we're predicting and um for the longest time people were just like oh you're crazy you're crazy but through um just just different discoveries and like uh there's this one guy named Randall Carlson. He he uh I think he's like an architecture like an architect, but he he does a lot of studying of like uh like geography and stones and different things. Either way, through his work and other different science scientists, they actually discovered this temple called I think it's uh Gobekli Tempe or some shit like that. It predates ten thousand years. It's like this very um elaborate temple. That goes pretty deep underground, actually, but it's far older than ten thousand years. So mm-hmm. through like all these other works, and obviously, like I said um a lot of the uh, uh like the hypothesis that that Graham Hancock had, like all these things are kind of like lining up now to like prove that there were advanced civilizations much older than we thought. Which stands to reason, it's like man, like just how much don't we know, or like it's how anything. much knowledge was there beforehand, or the fact that, like in the Amazon, for example, they've done—I don't know what kind of like radar they did it, but they've like scanned the Amazon and they found vast like intricate city systems that have just completely been overrun by the jungle. So I'm like, man, people have been here for a long time doing some yeah. pretty cool shit, and who knows what they had. Think about this. If we got wiped out today, we've gone to such a place of, like, everything's electronic, everything's in the cloud. If we got wiped out, how much knowledge and information would just be gone? Everything. Right? So, yeah, like, you guys are building your homestead right now. Nobody knows how to do that kind of shit. I don't know how to fucking build a house. I don't know. Like, I I learned a lot during the remodeling in here, but I don't know how to fucking build a house. I don't know how to really garden. I don't hunt. I don't do any of that shit. That's a lot of knowledge that, I don't have. And we we store everything yeah. in such a way that isn't meant to last. So if we get wiped out, then what?
1: Well even going back to like civilizations and stuff, how easy was it to wipe out other civilizations when you think about it? Or even the history. So I started taking a um master herbal thing online, like I just
2: like to, to erase um yeah. somebody's history. Yeah. yeah.
1: So um, one of their theories in this is that the whole witch thing was to pretty much get women to quit doing home remedies
3: mm. and healing
1: people on their own. Because they said that the churches and the wise men were the only people that were allowed to heal individuals. I can see that. So apparently there were raids that went around to houses. And if there was any um, home remedies wrote down, what herbs to use, what tinctures to use, it got burned. Or got taken to the church and anybody that was trying to still do it on their own was deemed a witch mm. and that's how all that came about according to this magical yeah. history
0: i can see that so
1: like how easy would it be if you get one part of a civilization against another nah. to just say you no longer exist yeah
0: yeah you yeah. create a narrative and you build fear and they are like this is the solution wow that sounds kind of familiar really weird like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah humans being humans <laughs> <It's> weird
1: <laughs> yeah but
0: that's true though, right yeah if we got wiped out today and then society rebuilt itself people would think that we weren't very advanced today
3: yeah
1: yeah
0: Cause how? Well, of course they weren't advanced. They didn't have this, this, and this. Well, because it all got wiped out. So who's to say there wasn't a society way back when who was super advanced that got wiped the fuck out? I think it's been estimated there's been like th- three or four great resets throughout time. No shit. Yeah. I
3: don't doubt it. There's
0: a lot of mythology, right, of like... All around the world of like uh, like fire raining down from the sky or great yeah. floods. Yeah. All mm-hmm. around the world from different people who have no reason to have the same mythologies. So, I mean, who's to say that there just wasn't an instance where, you know, there was an, a volcano or a tsunami or something that just completely wiped out humans and it just took a while to make it habitable again. The earth hasn't always been habitable. There's been periods of times where it's inhabitable. We can't live here. So who's to say?
1: So what do you think? Another five hundred awesome. years? Probably another one? I I'm scared all the fucking time. Way. Anytime <laughs> we could get wiped out. We can just get
0: hit by a fucking meteor and then that's it. And then <laughs> look.
1: Well, think of stuff too. Like we don't have seasons anymore. Does it feel like we have seasons to you?
0: No, it's just cold most of the time.
2: I
1: know, right? I yeah. feel like a lot of things have changed. A lot it's, of changed.
2: It, it's like completely unpredictable yeah <laughs> this is the most depressing podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's gonna listen to this You're, they're like god
0: all right i just thought
2: of a conversation <laughs> at the firehouse too from all of this <laughs> like talking about armageddon and yeah if, if this is the end and like the joke is always like fuck hopefully soon <laughs> <laughs> For real.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. I'm really worried about uh-huh. nuclear war. Do you guys think about this? No? No one thinks I mean, about I, it? I
2: have, but <laughs> back to dark dark humor. I'm like, bring it on because we could survive <laughs> <laughs> out at our place. Yeah, you guys are good. The, yeah. the aftermath. Yeah. If you survive as long as the we don't initial... Get-
1: Actually, as long as like it doesn't hit it, here, you'll yeah. probably survive.
2: Yeah, it's just it about being what prepared is there, at that point. Yeah, yeah,
1: like what is there for important to mi- to bomb in the Midwest though? Unless they're just like, we'll mm. take it out from the center.
0: Yeah, this, that's what I'm only thinking. There, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a lot of it. they'll probably go north of us and hit sh- Chicago or.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, Boeing has a lot of sites here, mm. but I don't know if they really care about that. They might. I feel like you'd hit like an actual epicenter. Yeah. 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 So
1: we've thought about this, but we and we've even broken it down to like. Who has something to offer that we would let them in to build Mm. a community? (laughs)
0: Because ideally you would have people around that you could build a community with, right? Because you can't just do it. That's the thing, right? We're pretty
2: much in it. The people that are our place, our new place, the people around, they kind of do that already. Yeah, it's important. They just, you know, you take care of the road, you know, that kind of thing. Honestly,
1: like in St. Peter's. Where we live now. Everybody the neighbors have die. been awful. Like, really? He, yeah, like turn you in because your fence isn't the right color or your hood's <sighs> up all on that, your car. It's are the same shit. fucks
0: that are trying to raid you too if some shit happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Out yeah. at our place, w- like one of the guys knew that we were taking care of two properties. He mowed the whole fucking yard for us.
2: Yeah. For really? A couple yeah. times. That's and, called like, community. Yes, yeah. yes. Yes.
1: So like that's, we're definitely getting put in a much better position for if shit goes down. But.
2: We, we have talked a lot about, oh, like, not not just nuclear, but with the economy, yeah, the way things are. Yeah. Like, what would we do? And have thought about being prepared for that. I mean, it was crazy. Like, look at what happened with COVID in the grocery stores. Yeah. Like you literally, you couldn't buy. You could get some sort of food, but you couldn't get meat or milk, like all the basic things. Yeah. Like I remember going to the store after a shift and everything was gone. I was like, I literally can't buy
0: beef right now. Right. It's nowhere. Have you seen the shit with like Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the kind of things that they're talking about with food shortages and Mm -hmm. shit like that. I've heard of food. They're talking about food shortages. And then all of a sudden there's this bird flu wiping out tons of fucking chickens in North America. Something like Iowa killed or yeah, maybe Iowa or something killed like 10 million chickens or some shit. That's weird.
1: This is recent, right? Yeah, very recent. recent. All yeah. of a
0: sudden, these bird flu's coming through all of a sudden. One yeah, of the guys strange. at the firehouse, out all the chickens uh, and
1: his grandma said, Get, get chicken because there's not, like, his grandma, I guess, keeps up with eggs this stuff. and chickens and stuff. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So, I mean,
2: this shit's scary
1: when it comes down to it. Like, we know how to garden and everything. Well, I know how to garden. Jimmy's I know learning. how to garden. Jimmy's learned how to. I'm
2: garden. the gather. We've decided she's the hunter. I'm the gather. Yeah, you that's can. okay. <laughs> shit, that's where it's at. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna find a video for you guys. This Klaus Schwab guy is scary as fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for real. I would guess by the name he's probably pretty fucking scary.
2: Yeah, it is a scary name. Oh yeah.
0: No oh, yeah, this guy's scary as shit. I'm gonna watch a few some, few minutes of this.
1: people in the grey economy, which are not counted for, uh, who lose their jobs, so we will see definitely a lot of anger uh, already now, but probably increased by the end of the year, uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a uh, remedy. So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world, and uh, how to prepare? Uh, It means to take the necessary action to create a fairer world, um, to see that uh, we provide everybody with uh, decent access to the health system, um, that we make sure that those people uh, who are really left behind, uh, and I'm not speaking only on national levels,
0: I'm speaking also internationally. If I see now, He's essentially trying to usher in a world, one world government.
2: Yeah, I I have heard about this. <laughs>
0: it's some scary shit, man. Yeah. We don't have to watch the whole thing, but for the people listening, you should definitely check out Clash Schwab. This dude scares the shit out of me.
2: He's got a scary accent.
1: Too. Yeah. Yeah. The it world. Calmed, I can... Calm and scary, <laughs> dude.
0: And he has this. um... Uh, let me find it real fast. He has this system. um... Let me see here. It's like this Young Global Leaders. It's like uh, an indoctrination program where they take these young kids and they fucking, you know, they turn them into global leaders. And I'm trying to figure out. It's like some of the people who have been in there. Let me see here. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio fucking... um, I believe, uh, who's, uh, Jeff Bezos was in there. I believe, uh, I think, uh, Zuck, Zuck was in there too. Mark Zuckerberg. Like,
1: It's some weird lineup.
0: Yeah. 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 It's some f- scary shit, man. Uh, I should have this shit like already just like on tap. So that way I can just pull it up whenever I start scaring people <laughs> with, all my, with, with all my crazy fucking talk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, these are all fucking... I'm going to send you guys the list, though. Full list of YGLs below. Come meet our new class here. Oh, these are all new people. See, now I feel like I got to go through each one of these names and like look them up and figure out who the fuck all these people are. Either way. to the rabbit hole. (laughs) There are people trying to control the world right now, guys. Yeah. I'm just trying to be ready. That's it. Well, you guys live out in the woods. You're welcome
1: to come out to the farm and...
0: Yeah, we're looking at some property out somewhere in St. Charles County. Really? Yeah, we want... Awesome. Well, yeah, well, we need a bigger house, but we also... I really just want to get a whole bunch of property. And,
1: what do you mean you need a bigger house?
0: Well, we're going to have a kid, so we only have three bedrooms here. We just need just a little bit more space. We have, you,
2: should come, you should come check our place out. We're going
1: to have it's 800 square feet, one bedroom, and we're going to have a kid.
0: Good for you guys. That's <laughs> fucking awesome. You guys are going to be loving life. You don't life. think you can do it? I Man, I would... God, that'd be strong. Hey, me and my brother grew up
1: in a single wide trailer. Yeah. It turned out mostly normal. So, I mean, you don't need, I'd rather have like, send them outside. They don't need to be in the house anyway. They just need to be in there to sleep.
0: I don't want a giant house. I just need a little bit more space. A little (laughs) bit.
1: (laughs) We're going to have, we are going to have a pole barn, which is going to be like a garage and a gym in the back. Yeah.
0: Well, you're, you make sense though, because you're building your house. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be like physically building my house. Even if we did build the house, I am not building my house. <laughs> if you
1: did a tiny you house. You two could build are it. building the house. Yeah, you, could
0: build house. <laughs> you could build a tiny
1: house. You build a tiny house.
0: You guys want to help me? Because I don't, help I don't you. have any fucking. You guys, what so were you doing we the other day? Made you guys all were our like, mistakes. what were you doing the other day? You were like, making.
2: Oh, milling. Yeah, you're yeah. milling. You're like yeah.
0: making fucking lumber. Yeah. Like, yeah. <sighs> look, I, come did You guys are next level. Okay, I didn't you wanna know, shit. know
1: how he got started on the, all this? Yeah, I do. Jimmy was not. When we moved in together, I had more tools than him. He was not. Like, without, like, he's not he no was shame. Listen, like, okay, it's, sorry. So I,
2: didn't, I didn't know anything. We
1: I, we bought a house in Dogtown. We didn't know how to do anything then. Yeah. We, we were. We didn't have any money. Well, I wish we, we would didn't renovate it. We
2: didn't. We didn't know that we knew anything. Yeah. Like, if you if you're gonna rehab a house, you buy the house and then you pay
1: other people to do it. A That's contractor
2: just, to rehab it for you. But, but that, really you can do it. That guy yeah. didn't
1: that guy didn't come out of the womb knowing how to do that. Right, like, yeah. But we were resources. We, we
2: had that thought until yeah. we moved on to the next one. To so
1: Saint Peter's house, which we learned a lot there doing renovations. Mm-hmm. But I wanted a farm table so oh, bad yeah. for the dining room. Like I wanted it so bad. That was like my one grown up request for this house was to have a farm table. And everything we looked at was like two, three grand. Yeah. I was like, there's no freaking way. So, I went to the firehouse for two days.
2: I broke home. my hand.
1: Yeah, he had broke his hand. I had
2: to get a he a, had a rod a in a his pin. thumb. Then I broke this knuckle and um, these knuckles and the tendon snapped and ripped the bone out. So, they had to put a pin in and it was back to here. And I had that for
1: it's what, 11, out.
2: 11 weeks.
1: Yeah. It's sticking out. So he was off work. So he was home. Yeah.
0: yeah. Just sitting around. Jesus he was home. Christ, so dude. So with w- no <laughs> thumb. <laughs> How do we keep you healthy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> with no thumb on this hand, I came home from a 48-hour shift, and I had a farm table. Oh, nice. He literally just looked up online. Yeah, this yeah you're a beast. Follow directions. I,
2: I followed Pinterest. There's a woman well, on what there. what are you going to
0: do when there's no... Uh, well, uh, now I know. This doesn't exist, bro.
2: Now yeah. I know stuff. <laughs>
1: now, now he can, like... But
2: no, no but... <laughs> go ahead.
1: Now yeah. he can build a house and put a together yeah but we
2: went out there and you know the place was 500 square feet which initially kelly was like we're gonna live in this and i was like no way Mm -hmm. got got to where we were getting work done and i was like okay i see it and kelly's like fuck no we gotta (laughs) (laughs) we gotta we gotta add on (laughs) on. and we didn't like i'd never done any major uh carpentry type Mm -hmm. stuff like that but we just went for it. We had some guidance, but we did all of it. But think about it. Think back to uh, 1800s. Yeah. These, I mean, these people were building shit with half of, probably less than half of the tools we have now. That's true. And a lot of that shit's still standing. So I'm like, if I, if they can do it with basically nothing, I can do it with Pinterest. You're right. <laughs> 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 you're right. You're
3: fucking
0: right. <laughs> I had that thought the other day. They built a lot of amazing things with that are
2: still standing.
0: No education, yeah. no it was just like they just did it. Well, yeah.
2: you know, figured it had, out. We had a million. Well, I shouldn't say a million people, but we had a lot of people that would hop on when Kelly would post something. Or I would post something like, "Yeah, oh, that's you. That, you're, you didn't do that right. That's not right. Like, fuck off." <laughs> <laughs> like, according according to who? Yeah, like, it's good enough. Have you, have you done this? Yeah, and it's actually it is right like yeah <laughs> it, it hold. it's not gonna fall apart i know yeah, yeah. So. it's
1: actually we've probably put more wood and structure into that place than need it but yeah. i've also heard people like i was talking to somebody and they're like well i live in one of the houses that just popped up in the subdivision within like you know sub- several months and he's like when the wind blows really hard my house moves yeah so he's like i'm like i would rather have a couple Crooked corners and know that you know shit's staying together, then my house move when the wind blows. That's true, that's yeah. true. So
0: Even older, a lot of the old like this house I can't, this was built in like I don't know, like the 70s or something like that. And in the basement, nothing's square, yeah, like nothing is squared. I'm just like, these guys, what the fuck were they doing? Yeah. What the what were they? You just, you know, these guys are just doing it, you know, it's making it happen, yeah. And
2: the guy that built the, the original cabin out there, it is completely square, it really is yes. exact.
1: Yeah, nice. and the guy that had lived in it, and well, then
2: the addition is—it's like, it's kind of like got a little angle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but now you guys have all the skills that yes. you can always fix shit yeah, yeah. or add more yes. or do more. Or we did whatever you needed to we've do. We've done so
2: much; it's like crazy. Like we—we we got a metal roof, and that was a thing, very intimidating. Well,
1: we had um, actually Dakota Bush's boss. Yeah. Um came out and literally like we were set on we're gonna do this we're not hiring anybody we don't want anybody to do it for us and he came out and literally just told us how to like cut the metal how to fold stuff over how to fit it how to figure out our our measurements on like the valleys mm-hmm. yeah it was but he like, came
2: out and he was like man this is like you guys are doing this like professional this is how it's done yeah. like what you've done so far oh nice so we're like okay yeah
1: but he told us what to do and yeah. Was, I, I had a few phone calls with him. Like, yeah. call a friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
2: definitely helped us a lot. But, you know, now, on the next one, that is never going to happen. Unless it's your <laughs> house and we're helping you. I'm calling. A tiny house. But <laughs> well, we do. we're tiny house tight. <laughs>
0: I could do it. I don't know if Deja could. Yeah. If you can convince Deja.
1: There's it, some good storage in some of those houses. <laughs> here's what we talked about.
2: So, with, with having kids, we talked about when... They get to the age, whether it's one or two or whatever, once they get to the age that like, hey, I need more privacy. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go out and build it.
0: Yeah. You build it. Like, could
1: you imagine 13, which I think this is kind of where most people should be going with kids now, 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Okay, we'll give you your own space, but you're going to help me build it for you.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: Imagine how much skills you pick up as a kid. You know, so I do think it's harder to learn as an adult, as a kid. Like, yeah. I look back at things my dad had me do with him, and there's been several things we're working on at the cabin now. I'm like, oh, yeah, my dad did this. It just, like, clicks. I remember yeah. it. So, imagine a 13, 14-year-old. I'm getting my own room off of the house. Yeah. But I have to help mom and dad build it.
0: Yeah. yeah. So but also I skills? I, I get they? to build it. They're yeah. going to complain yeah. the whole time, because 13, 14-year-olds <laughs> are assholes. But, I yeah, mean, maybe they're the worst.
1: <laughs> can you imagine if you got to design your own house at 13? You'd 14? probably be pretty pumped. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: and we could do cool shit like yeah. put bottles in the walls or you can like then see tell your friends, and, like, you know, yeah. when the friends come over. like You want to come to my house?
0: You guys are creating buy in. I like it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Your kids about to be fucking badass. Yeah. We hope so. <laughs>
0: shit. Yeah. Well, I can dig it. I can dig it. It's really not complicated. Right. It's, it's, it's not. just it's just work. Yeah, as long as you're willing to put in the work exactly. and like learn a little bit, it, it's, it's another
2: one of those things that I think is made out to be bigger than what it is. Like yeah. building, you know, working with your hands, it, it it's really pretty simple. Yeah, that's
0: like everything. Everything is presented in such a way that it makes the average person feel like they can't do it, and you mm-hmm. have to have you have to have a professional yeah. to do it in one regard or another. World. Yeah. It's like no, mm-hmm. you can't figure out plumbing. Call a plumber. Right. Oh no, you can't. What you know? Pick a. Th- you can't cut your own grass. Call a landscaper. Like yes. pff, what? Yeah. Yes. It's
2: crazy. People <laughs> hire landscapers to put rocks and mulch in a bush. You know, in mm-hmm. a tree. Them guys <laughs> make so much money. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And I'm like, it's literally just doing a little bit of work. A
0: little bit of work, maybe half a day.
2: Can
1: yeah. You get
2: a workout. It. I heard some prices on some uh, some stuff and I'm like holy shit yeah
0: like, why why not move into that and leave and leave the fucking <laughs> the firehouse and just do we can do it do, on the side. do like woodwork and carpentry <sighs> and shit I mean I
2: work you're good with the wood work two days a week <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> I mean we work two days and then you got four days to do, do yeah whatever.
0: that's legit you got a good schedule
2: I okay. like I like doing the carpentry stuff and all that, but if I had to do it, I probably would fucking hate it. Mm, that's fair. Which I kind of have to do, or we kind of have to do some of it right now. Yeah, but and sometimes so, we hate it. But yeah. it's for a purpose. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And don't don't get us wrong. Like we've had our days out there. We're like, what the fuck are we doing? You know what, fuck like, this. Like, do you just hire somebody? We <laughs> just hire somebody because yeah. we've had a lot of setbacks. Like, yeah. We, we just we, we did them...
2: have uh, well, majors doing our plumbing, yeah. and then um. Daniel's doing our electric.
0: Yeah, yeah. I would always hire an electrician. Electric, yeah. (laughs) Electric. You can figure that one out, but but that's scary. I'm probably gonna Uh, hire a professional for that one.
1: Well, there was some stuff with the plumbing I wasn't sure of too, because I'm gonna have a gray water system. Okay. So, like, yeah, if it's as long as it's safe soap, it's gonna go to a gray water that I can use in the garden. Okay. Instead of just like going rest with the rest of the sewage. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of little
0: right extra
1: stuff in there. I was like I'm not really sure right. how we should do that. Yeah.
0: And yeah. all honestly, I know I use plumbing as an example, but plumbing and electrician, like an electrician and then maybe like uh I guess you don't really need to hire somebody for this, but for like mud and taping I've, I just feel like they're- Think of all
2: things, mud the, mud and
0: tape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. so bad.
1: I, feel I like, even feel better doing the plumbing and yeah, the and I feel like better. those
0: three yeah. things I, I would definitely hire, but mud yeah. and taping for sure, because one, that shit is not easy. Yes. Like, oh. it looks easy, and you think you can do it. Oh, no.
1: I started doing it. Yeah, it's you start doing easy. it. It's not You don't get
0: it even. You, <laughs> all the shit like,
1: why is this happening to me? And
0: then those fucks will come in and do it in like five seconds. Yeah, and not
2: even looking at it. Masterful, just <laughs> whoosh.
0: throw the shit and I'm just like
1: yeah fucking awesome yeah yeah Yeah, Yeah.
2: I agree I hate that too but there's been like
1: we just put the we did like mini split system out there instead of like a regular HVAC system Mm. put it in big big things so excited like they're they're just like the unit on the wall Mm. Um, like you'll see them in a lot of cabins and hotel rooms and stuff but we have three of them in the house, different zones. They control humidity. We're mm-hmm. like, fancy shit. We got this in. We got it working. Super excited. Went to work for two days. Came back to the cabin. Went to turn it on. And it threw an error code. And we're like, what? Like, it was working when we left. What the hell? Went out to the outdoor unit. Mice chewed through all of the wiring. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that one coming, huh? Oh. So that's the kind of shit those days you're like, I quit. I uh, just, I quit. We're going to live in a cardboard box out here because this just isn't going to get done.
2: Well, and then we're like. The you guys money, have well water out there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah well and then septic. septic. Mm.
1: We oh. just need solar and we'll be off. Mm, after.
0: Nice. Yeah. I'm sorry I cut you off, Jimmy.
2: Oh, you're good. Um, forget what I was going to say. Oh, the money we saved in, in doing that system mm-hmm. and having Daniel help us out and stuff. I'm like. We're gonna ca- We're gonna spend just as much, if not more, because That's of these simple. fucking mice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. But then I, I found I found the wires I needed for forty bucks, and then Kelly swapped them out. Yeah. It was like super. Yeah.
0: Easy. But now you guys just have all this knowledge now. Yeah, it's all like this now just building up, building yeah, it's up. Crazy. What could go wrong? What might go wrong? You'll think of mice first next time something right. happens. Yes. You're like, fuck! Did the mice get to the right. wires? Like
2: shit. Well, so now we're gonna. Or lift when it.
1: you. When you build your tiny house and we help you install that unit, yes, <laughs> I'm yeah. down. Listen,
0: I'm totally, I'm with it. Yeah, I want to get like some some shipping containers and bury them, so that yeah. way I have something underground and then like build on top of that.
2: We, we talk about that. <clears throat> we talked to, uh, initially when we were looking for property. We we wanted to just find property and do containers, and we we're gonna take two and then do a roof over them and call it huh? be it. But
1: my dad's a welder, so it would yeah. have been pretty easy with those containers but yeah there's a lot of stuff with like uh especially in the midwest like temperature control humidity control with those things okay it like gets a little complicated mm. and like they ver- burying them we want to do one as a root cellar but ventilation yes you have to get good slash, air movement slash
2: bomb shelter right yeah, yeah for real
0: just, <laughs> just some for some somewhere i can just wait it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. dang well, well guys, guess how long we've been talking? Hour and a half. All right. Boom. Oh, nice. all r- I know, right? <laughs> this has been fun. This is fun. Yeah. I know, okay. man. I like this shit. <laughs> yeah. I really do. I appreciate you guys like stopping yeah. in and, and chatting with me for a little while. We yeah. feel
1: better. We got to vent. Sorry if we made you sad. No, I'm, okay. I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all thinking the same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for real, the world's yeah. fucking
0: crazy right now. I'm just trying to survive. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yeah. So what's what's going on with you guys? What is there anything that's next? Any fights on the line lo- or on the horizon? Or.
2: Um.
1: Maybe right. Denver, uh, yeah. IBJJF, and second is it the second week of May? Yeah. I think so. May um, 15th? Yeah. So I've been working with Kirk Huff a lot, and I think I'm going to try to go for Master Worlds at the end of the year. Hell so yeah. To, uh, yeah, knock that out. Go so, out to Vegas? Yeah, we've been focusing on jiu-jitsu a lot.
0: Yeah, nice. Vegas Probably. or jiu-jitsu is where it's at, in my opinion.
1: I bought yeah. it for a long time because we both came from boxing, mm-hmm. but I think I'm...
2: Does jiu-jitsu hurt your back? No, when I'm doing it, I'm like, it's crazy because I can, I'm super flexible in jiu-jitsu. But then
1: 20 minutes after, (laughs) and
2: every day, every morning, whether I'm doing jiu-jitsu or not, I can't, it takes me a while to move. Yeah, so, um, but in jiu-jitsu, yeah, it's completely fine. Good to go.
0: Yeah, You got any fights coming up? Any boxing matches or?
2: Nah, no, maybe maybe August. Uh Brian Counterman's doing another show. Okay. So I might box on that. I I don't know. I I think I only got a couple left. I'm, I'm
0: surprised you guys still do it.
2: I love Not it. Not that you can't do it.
0: Well it's just there's so many other things to do.
2: Well and that's the thing, we talked a lot about it where it's I've said it a few times, like it's at that tipping point of we've given up so much just focusing on fighting and mm-hmm. the fight camps and all the shit that goes with it and it's like kinda getting to a point that if I look back I'm gonna go, Man, I missed out on so much for that. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna I don't want to have that negative feel towards it. Yeah, you like know? in the
0: beginning it feels good to kinda sacrifice some things to, yeah. to pursue, but at a certain point it's like ah, is it still worth the sacrifices right. in this way?
2: So, so I understand that. But I always want one more. Mm-hmm. Like I that last one I was like, maybe this is it. And then, as soon as I walk out, I'm like, "Just something about it. Yeah. something about it. I get
0: it. I think uh,
1: it becomes a part of your identity, and you're yeah. scared to lose it a little bit.
0: A little bit. It it doesn't feel good for people to look at you and not think like you're like you're the shit, or yeah. like you're a badass, or whatever. Or you like,
1: made you made it where you thought you uh, wanted to make it, or mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Well, listen, I I deal with it all the time. I think about I always think about this, my man. Maybe I should just come back and beat up some people because I yeah. know I could. But I'm just like, is it worth it? Right. Do I really want it? Like, Why? what happens? What happens when I get hit really hard and that doesn't feel good? Am I gonna want to still do it? because yeah. that sucks too. You got to deal with the pain. There's yeah. a lot of pain involved. That people don't think about. Well,
1: For that sure. and like our jobs. One good injury, we lose both jobs.
2: Yeah. yeah. So. I I broke my wrist uh, right before my pro debut, and then I know I broke it again in my second fight.
3: I
0: had so, a broken, it's like...
2: Damn, bro. I had a broken bro. elbow after <laughs> Mr. Glass. Shit. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, elbow I broke it a long one. time ago. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. broke what?
1: I broke my elbow after Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Actually, my last fight for a nemesis, I fought with a broken elbow. Oh, wow. And then... A bad... I bad had an bro. LFA offer, and I could not... It was like a horseshoe fracture in my elbow, so like... When I was bending it and people were putting pressure on it, I kept saying it felt like my elbow was going to explode. Mm. It's because it was pulling that out. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's because your bone's going to um, actually dislocate it. Yeah, so
0: it's split in
2: half. And yeah. Fuck you all the way up. So she's like, uh, make a decision. Fun fact. And Hal probably, Hal doesn't know this. Hal broke my elbow. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even know for like a month. What happened? Like, he just arm, bar, arm we, bar, you, and yeah, you we were fought like, through it? We were rolling, scrambling, and he caught a arm bar as we were rolling, and I tapped right away. Yeah. But um, it was all fucked up for a while, and I finally went in, and they were like, yeah, you... Your elbow is broken. <laughs>
0: Dang, I feel like I've broken my elbow. This you elbow have. This elbow has a a pointy part here, oh, and yeah. it's it's kind of sore. And I'm like, man, maybe I chipped something, and so because it's not rounded like this elbow. I'm like, I think I've broken my elbow before probably. and didn't know it, or something. Something happened to my elbow and I wasn't aware of it, and now it's just there. But it's not like painful enough. I and mean, it doesn't limit any range of motion or anything, so I'm like, ah, i probably just deal with it. But I'm like, I wonder if maybe one day I'll get that shaved out or something. <laughs> like, yeah. what, what really happened? Unless I don't, you're going to throw elbows at people. I, if I caught somebody yeah, with an elbow, know. it'd be pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it also might hurt me even more. Right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so. Awesome. Well, all right, guys. If there's nothing new you want to tell the folks about, no, I, right. so. well, I appreciate you guys stopping by. This is fucking yeah. awesome. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everybody. Till next time. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. As always, if you're getting value, just do me a favor. Tell a friend. Bring us a new friend for the next episode. I will be eternally grateful if you do. That's all I have, though. Just keep being rad humans. We'll be back very soon with another conversation. I'll catch you next time. Love you. Bye.